Hello everybody, welcome to the Maniaville Sports Channel where we are all about football and I am your host Ranks Omania and today we are going to be looking at how Manchester United could line up for the Europa League final. Now we all know how mm, we all know how we all know how this team has actually struggled in the past. We've been called bottlers, uh, semi-final bottlers over the past few years. We've not really been having a good run of games in terms of cup competitions. Um, this year, actually, we were in the Champions League, but we got knocked out and we had to play the Europa League. But you know, we've fought and fought and fought we've gone into the knockout rounds and it now comes down to this one final game this one final game that will actually decide our our season as manchester united and um there's a there's a lot of pointers to look at in this in this particular uh, in this particular scaffold and how this both teams could line up you know and um we have the Maguire situation. Maguire is not really uh, fit to play. We don't know if he's going to play. I'm pretty sure uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer might, you know, pick him because of experience and stuff. But uh, um, before we before we actually look at, you know, how how Manchester United could line up, a little bit about Villarreal. You know, Villarreal is also a, a, a really really strong team, and I and I think we saw that when they when they actually knocked out. Um, when they knocked out Arsenal in the in the semi-finals, I mean that that was a really really great display of football. Um, they knew they had to defend. They knew that that one goal difference, that that one goal could actually make a difference, and they decided to defend as much as they could. And and it was it was a great performance, you know. Even though they they packed the bus like all 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 the ninety minutes, they packed the bus and so on and so forth. But at least. You could see that there is, um, there is that you know winning mentality in this team. And Unai Emery, we, we, we cannot talk about Villarreal without talking about Unai Emery as as as, as a coach. Unai Emery has had one of the greatest successes with PSG. You know he's he's had a great run of games with with Sevilla. And despite uh, despite the fact that he hasn't been able to perform well at the premier league because yeah premier league has some quite uh, some 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 bit of a pressure he still is is not just any other manager you know he's not just any other manager so when we when we are going into this game we actually need to look at the type of tactics that you know unai emery could use and we've seen that he's really great at you know breakaways uh moving the ball forward how he lines up his team and he's also very good at defending and you know he even has he, he even has um young talent that is very energetic very tenacious in in pau torres so i really expect this game to be a really tough one um but anyway we're here to look at how manchester united could line up uh in the game so um honestly i don't see the reason why he uh ole Gunnar Solskjaer should pick anyone else in goal besides de Gea. i mean yes they want to you know you They've been giving Dean, th this whole fiasco of Dean Henderson getting a run of games, being better than David De Gea. Bro, David De Gea is the person who actually put us in the final. So, 
I don't see the reason why he should not start in such a game. And you know, he's even he's, he's even experienced. You know, he's he's performed in a national capacity. Um, he's played against some of some of the greatest players that you know a person in in my generation has seen. And and De Gea really needs to stand. And I mean, just look at how he played against Roma. Bro, we were getting knocked out of that semi-final. We were not even going into the semi-final with Dev without David De Gea. But this guy was actually making great, great saves. He was, he was, he was, he was giving a five-star performance to a team that wasn't even playing that much, you know. But still, he was giving that five-star performance. And all this, you know, shushush about De Gea trying to leave. I don't know PSG and Roma being in contact that's that's just crap you know this guy really deserves that number one spot that number one shot and that number one goalkeeping spot because i even look at some of his games huh? um i'd like to i'd like to speak a little bit about his game against um his game against his game against brighton so brighton and hope albion line up a back three with five men in the midfield and two strikers. Now, yes, the first game we like tied down the game and we we we, we made sure that you know we had the game in the uh, we had the game at the back in the in the in the back pack by scoring enough goals so that you know the second half we weren't really struggling. But you look at how David De Gea was busy in the second half because in the second half, Brighton and Hove Albion actually came out for blood these guys were throwing shots like we were in new york in harlem like we were in dandora the shots flying everywhere it wasn't safe in that goalkeeping spot but you look at how david de Gea was very confident with the ball was very confident in coming out and stopping those shots in the set pieces and everything and you can actually see that this guy has the right quality, has the right mentality to, to you know, win you at least a trophy, you know. So when it comes down to it, I think David De Gea is the right person to put on that number one spot, to put him uh, in between the posts. That is the right person in that uh, in that in that spot. And um, we move on to the center backs position. Now, yeah, Maguire, Mag yeah, we do miss him. Okay, we have had this, um, we've had this, uh, we've had this, we've had this problem of us saying that Maguire is not really Premier League or rather uh, top four, top four football. But I think in the last few games, I have actually seen that Maguire is really, really important. He's a crucial first team player and the lack of him his the lack of his presence in that team can actually be seen um i mean yeah maguire has had crazy crazy games and you know he's not been uh he's not been he's not been he's not been playing that that well actually a, a long spell before christmas he wasn't playing really well he wasn't really uh, performing to the best of his levels the maguire that we all expected and stuff but the lack of his presence in the last few games has been seen and i don't think he's really fit i wouldn't pick him i would actually go for tuanzebe 
despite the fact that he's young he's inexperienced but he is energetic he's confident on the ball i like how that boy tackles he is quick he's fat he's tenacious i would go for that guy and partner him with either lindlof or buying but i think uh, lindlof would be my kind of guy in in that uh, right center back position so in the left center back i would go if maguire is fit obviously ole gunnar solskjaer is going to pick harry maguire but if 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 we are looking at other options, if you're trying to save Maguire for the Euros, I think um, uh, Axel Tuanzebe should actually start as the left centre-back and pair him with uh, Victor Lindelof. For Bailey, he's ha- he, doesn't ha- he hasn't had uh, quite the run of games that we, w- we would expect and... Um, that being the case, I don't think uh, uh, Eric Bailey should start. He 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 hasn't really been great, and even in his in the games that he's been given a chance to play, he hasn't really been performing to that Bailey that we actually know. So Bailey, actually, he's not going to. I, I don't. I wouldn't pick him in the center halves position. And then in the right back, obviously, I will go with. Um, I will go with Aaron Wan-Bissaka, obviously. Yeah, Brandon Williams is a good game, but he's um, he's really energetic, he's confident. Plus, one thing I really like about Brandon Williams is what he provides going forward. Yes, he's not really that good defensive-wise, but what he provides going forward, Brandon Williams is excellent. I mean, that is the type of player you want to send out on loan. That is the type of player you want to see training with the first team and getting a, a more run of games. And but Aaron Monbisaka, you know, has actually solidified his position at the right back. So definitely, definitely, I will go with Aaron Monbisaka because he's really, really good defensively, def- defensive wise. Pardon me. And even going forward, Aaron Monbisaka has really improved his game. Um. I look at um, I look at the game against Fulham and how he cuts back that pass trying to find Bruno. His cutback passes are very very little. If 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 they were not really being blocked, his passes are very very little, and that is why we we, we as as a team we've actually been talking about. Um, Manchester United needing a natural right winger because we cannot really put that burden of the the right back to try and create those chances, you know. So Aaron Wan-Bissaka for me would be the best pick for a right back when we are going into the final. And then in the left back, confidently, without any shadow of a doubt, Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw is absolutely brilliant on the goal. He, at the start of this season... At the start of this season, I didn't see Luke Shaw getting to the levels that he is right now. I didn't see that at all. I mean, Luke Shaw was... was, was we were actually saying that Luke Shaw's wing is the one that's producing a lot of goals. That's, it's the... It's the, it's the um, it was it was the vulnerable side in Manchester United. Everyone was going into the left. Uh, the oppositions, the, the teams that we played throughout this season, were moving into the left to try and you know get a goal from that side. But Luke Shaw has actually been dictating the game from the left side. And if you look at it correctly, we've been creating a lot of chances from the left-hand side. We've not really been focusing on the right-hand side. We've been focusing on the left-hand side. So definitely, Lukshow is my man. Lukshow is the type of person I think we would, uh, we should pick in the left, uh, in the left-hand side, in the left-back 
position now the problem is the midfield position the midfield two ah wow and and here here is where here is where we have the big problem matic can dictate the game he he can lead from that uh, cdm position but matic is very very slow so and again um if oleguna solskjaer is going to pick harry maguire in that center back position trust you me we are going with the mark fred we are going with a double pivot of mark tomini and fred and then um probably is obviously going to throw pogba in the wide areas and 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 bruno fernandes playing the number 10 position so for me i actually think that we uh, we we need to sort this midfield situation out really um if if you would ask me if you would ask me who i'd go for in in the in the midfield pivot i would actually uh, i would actually play a midfield uh, midfield two of pogba and donny van de beek then put bruno fernandes on top of those guys because um donny van de beek is just exceptional man he's exceptional man i mean the way the the reason why we've not seen the best of donny van de beek is because he's not have he's, he's not had the, the the game time he's not had the amount of the, the amount of minutes that he that that that's supposed to be you know given to him so for me i'd pick pogba and i would ask pogba to operate from the deep and uh, and and donny van de beek because donny van de beek is just amazing on the ball man that guy is yo that guy is just the best i mean i've I, i've seen him play uh, in the little time that i've seen him where that manchester united shot he's been playing really really well confident on the ball passing and moving commanding asking for the ball getting himself in a position where he can actually produce a key pass or getting himself in a position where he can actually produce a goal so i would go for donny van de beek but obviously if harry maguire is going to be uh, is going to be named in that squad trust you me we are going with amak tomini and fred and yo line yourself up brace yourself put your seat belt on it's going to be a very slow tempo football i do not expect anything less if he's going to pick donivan is go- sorry not donivan big but fred and mctominy um so uh, i think we're done with the midfield the midfield i in my view i think he's going to pick mctominy and fred obviously but if i would dictate it differently if i was the manchester united coach i would pick donivan de beek and paul pogba and then bruno fernandes playing in the number 10 position and then out wide i'd obviously pick marcus rashford and on the left side i would go with mason greenwood and then in the in the number 9 position or in the strikers in the center forward position i would go with edinson cavani cavani has just been great he's been the reason of our of most of our crucial goals and i look at even his performance in in uh, in roma his performance in his performance and all trouble before we went to before we went to the second leg that guy has been exceptional and we we need that type of person so obviously i'm positive uh, that if 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 he's going to line up a mctominy and fred he's obviously going to give us uh, 
if he's, if he's obviously going to go with McTominay and Fred, he's obviously going to put Paul Pogba in the wide areas, uh, put Bruno in the number 10 position, and then Mason Greenwood and, um, and Edinson Cavani out front. So that is just all for when it comes to... That's just all that we had today in terms of... Uh, Manchester United and how they could line up. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Villarreal is also going to put the best squad. Um, we've seen how they've been playing throughout the, this campaign, and you know, I hope they just bring it to us. I hope they put us into a level that pushes us and puts that puts us in a position where we bring our a game i hope that villarreal brings that and i hope that the mentality of these boys they have been rested so there's actually no excuse for them to say that they cannot win a trophy it's time that the trophy comes to manchester united and i only wish um the best for these lads that was me for you today. Uh, that was my time. Thank you guys for tuning into this podcast. I've been your host, Frank Somania. This is the Maniaville Sports Channel, and I'm out.